T-Town students, how are we doing? We are back with season two of the podcast, and to begin, we're talking about the highlights from the summer, specifically camp and our St. Louis mission trip with the Revelation Choir. St. Louis is up first, and when we recorded this, we realized that there was so much to tell and so much to unpack from what God was doing that trying to cram it all into one episode was going to be way too long. So settle in and enjoy part one of our trip to St. Louis. everybody welcome back to the t-town students podcast we are beginning season two of this thing can y'all believe that we have made it to season two of the podcast we uh hold on let me think what i'm gonna say here you're all in season two that's crazy i know um <laughs> um you know we took a break for the summer um <laughs> we took a break for the summer and but student ministry didn't take a break no. student ministry's like never takes a break no never. we're year-round right year it's summer's prime time podcast took a break though and so uh to begin season two we're just going to talk about some of the things that we did during the summer starting with the st louis revelation choir mission trip and today i've got brylon hollyhand here with me to talk about it say hey brylon howdy i got lily abernathy frequent friend of the show (laughs) here to talk about it too hey everybody so they were both on the st louis trip and they have been on several revelation choir trips before so they know how this whole deal works they know what they're doing. They've been around this block a few times. So for those who were not familiar with the concept of the Revelation Choir, not familiar with the concept of this trip, <laughs> explain to me like what this is, what we did. Like For those who don't know, describe to them the Revelation Choir and this trip. Okay, so the Revelation Choir, yes, it is a choir. So we do sing, we do <laughs> uh, evangelize through music and share the gospel through music, but it's so much more than that. It is a great bonding tool for the ministry, um, for the middle schoolers, to bond with the high schoolers, and a great way to prepare us for our purpose in life and our purpose for our walk with Christ, which is missions. Oh, that's good. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, good that's... Right We've been recording for two minutes since you brought up the <laughs> Yes, so we are called to do missions, and that's what we try to do while we are on our choir trips and it's so much fun I've made some of the best friends through these choir trips and I've been every year that I could since sixth grade obviously I couldn't go during COVID we were supposed to get to New York rip. that year rip that yeah, rip the, you know like the biggest market the biggest yeah. yeah. oh market in the world Revelation we so Choir excited. takes on New York City and that was New the York biggest City? choir yes. I've ever been we had so like we, we almost had, we had so many people we had like 40 people yeah it was like up. literally insane really yes 40, people 40 that didn't plus. do choir we had what 25 this year I think so <laughs> yes we had yeah wow that's insane but we were going to take a plane and everything we were getting fancy yeah was Joe going to take that sound system through a plane no Larry was going to drive it up poor Larry yeah Larry had to drive he had to leave a day early and come back a day earlier but honestly it was a blessing because like yeah. <laughs> like because that week we were supposed to go 
was when like all the yes. Black Lives Matter it, yeah it all riots happened that week. It happened so like, being in Times Square during singing. that week. wait so were y'all still gonna go even with COVID no we oh. he canceled it beginning uh, of COVID okay. yeah. but the week that we were scheduled to be up there was when they were like bashing the windows oh, yeah. and like doing all kinds yeah. of crazy stuff yeah so I think God just was like no nope, not saying. doing that in disguise it worked out. Um, so yeah some protection back to the see. question <laughs> yeah back to the question Revelation Choir is a great way to start your ministry as a like whether a new christian or if you're mature in your walk with christ is just a great way to uh, prepare yourself for missions it's not like some some of the mission trips that i've done is like construction based and it's not nearly as no. difficult mm-hmm. as that it's a very good think, start out trip, like y'all were yeah. saying it's a very accessible trip mm-hmm. like it's something that anybody can just plug into like yes you're gonna have to sing so the revelation part trip was my first trip ever doing with the youth group period yeah. i did that and then really? like two or three weeks later we did camps that's the first time i ever like wow. i mean i already knew you from school but yeah. like i met most of the you know people in the youth group and it's just a good like coming in as a sixth grader into the youth yeah. group you don't really know anybody so it's kind of daunting going into it and like i don't know if i really like missions like do I, am i gonna like this like how and i went away my first trip was Myrtle beach i've done three now I'm supposed to be four thanks mm-hmm. Kevin. but um <laughs> We did Myrtle Beach, and then we did Chattanooga, and we just finished St. Louis, and I've loved every single one of them. So yeah, yeah. so it's like, always an adventure. I did like the children's ministry choir, like all Miss Pam, like Miss Pam, death. love her. Um, like I did that growing up, and then I got to the youth group, and I was like, I'm not sure if I want to be a part of the Revelation Choir, but my mom. Thanks to Suzanne. <laughs> she was like, why don't you just go to the interest meeting? Like, just check it out. And I was like, okay, sure. And I went and I watched the video, like, promoting the last year's trip, which was Washington, D.C. Mm. And I just saw the yeah, joy. DC trip. Yes. <laughs> um, I just watched the joy on all, like, the members' faces, like, and how much of an impact they made just through watching the video. And that just, like inspired me to like continue on and then you know I was a sixth grader I didn't know a lot of the like older people and then I'll go on my first mission trip to where was it Dallas and like bonded with so many people on that trip it was just like I mean you're there for a week so obviously yeah yeah, you you really don't have a choice (laughs) but it is a powerful ministry and I really didn't think that until, like, after a year, like, years and years of doing it, it was just kind of, like, dawned on me that, I mean, how much this has influenced me. Oh, absolutely. And it's completely different, us coming in. You know, our normal trip, we typically do, like, a VBS type thing or something like that, mm-hmm. and this year we did a soccer camp, and I know we'll get more into that in a little mm-hmm. bit. But um, <laughs> we it's we normally, you know, deal with kids. It's kind of what we do. And it's different with us coming in as kids working with kids as opposed to, you know, a group of adults. you know the, the adults or elders here at the church coming and working. Not that they can't do great work. They do great work on mission trips. And it's just different us kind of mentoring. So we not only get to, you know, kind of mentor and build a relationship through Christ with these, you know, people in these different cities, but we're also making friends. Like we've made, mm-hmm. you know, countless friends through these trips and, mm-hmm. you know, friends within the youth group, friends, you know, in the communities we're working in. So it's just a great, great, great connection building. And it's just like a great way to like allow the kids we are working with to like have an example to follow because yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it is like it is hard to like look at an adult who seems so mature in their faith and like try to live up to that but if you're like sending out students and people 
around the age of the ministry you're targeting, it just makes it so much easier for them to relate and take it to heart and to like demonstrate how it can make like can, like Christ can make an impact on your life at any age. Like no matter your age, you can be a life for Christ. I mean, that's the words of First Timothy four twelve. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let anyone look down on you because yep. you're young, but set an example. It's on bracelet. Set an example in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. Mm-hmm. There's no age limit on that. Like no. you don't have to wait till you're thirty or wait mm-hmm. till you're in the in the job market or wait till you're in college to do that. I mean, we like had people starts. on this trip all the way from Ellicate up to Lily. Yeah. You know, like it's the full yes. range in every like you got everybody plugged in. You like Ellicate mm-hmm. did the same thing that you were doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We mentored exactly. the same people, and it worked. So mm-hmm. it's awesome. So let's let's break this down day by day. So we left on a Sunday, got back on a was it Saturday? We got, y'all got back. We got back on a Saturday. I got back on a Friday because I had to leave early. Yes. But and everybody else got back on a Saturday. Um, so we left Sunday, took a. Nice. Was it nine hours? That it was a full nine hours. I think it was definitely day. a full nine hours. Oh, it was long. long. And I drove one of the buses. Yes. Oh, Jack. And this is, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Sweet joke. This is coming from two people that did, was what was Myrtle Beach? Is that 12, 13 that hours? That was 12. Oh, my gosh. It was, okay. I felt like Myrtle Beach was shorter than this. Just because Myrtle Beach, you're driving on the interstate. You're driving through cities or towns. <laughs> on the way, I don't know if anybody on this podcast has ever been to St. Louis or anywhere in that area, but you basically <laughs> drive through cornfields. There were two or three hours straight where I looked at Lily and some other people in the bus and said, are we going anywhere? I mean, it <laughs> like, looked like it the looked same like thing. The same I hollered up to the front, Dan, Joe, I just saw that same corn twice. I mean, you see the same <laughs> over and over. So, it, it felt so slow. We were like, I can we go see a tree. I mean, like, I just, all I saw was corn, corn, corn. corn. No, when we went to Chicago, Chicago. Oh goodness! Same I heard thing. About that. Same yeah. thing. Um, it was like for like I felt like so hours. The same corn. <laughs> <laughs> for hours. You would like drive through the big windmills, which are cool. But when you're no, driving, so many windmills. At yeah. a certain point, you're like, when are the windmills going to end? Mean, agriculture is an incredible thing. I have a lot of friends that are farmers. God bless them. <laughs> but I can only see so many hours of corn before I, I get tired of it. Like, I was like, I don't know how much more I can, I can do with it this. Was, I was like, so I ready to see to, the skyline. It was Like, was I had to, like, tight. lay down to get a new perspective. <laughs> I have to see something else for five minutes, please. Yes. <laughs> But so we, we made it to McDonald's. We did. Yeah, we made it to McDonald's. <laughs> we made it to a, And a, just, for, just for perspective, just I'll talk to Tuscaloosa listeners here. This isn't your downtown Tuscaloosa McDonald's. I'm not gonna. Ra- I'm was, not gonna jank on the McDonald's. It was there, a bit ratty know. looking. I, are we in Arkansas at that point? I think we were. I think we were in Arkansas. We were in Cornfield, USA. Yeah. So the point know. is, it. This was this. You know, little. You want to call it a McDonald's? It was McDonald's. It was in the middle of a cornfield. <laughs> so it was a cornfield type McDonald's. It was not you know, your high class. has not been renovated since Ronald died. No. And the clown <laughs> was still on the front of it. So they were, they were still you know, stuck in whatever year that they were originally built. But oh it was gosh. we got food there. And it was what we did. Ronald McDonald's still ran that place. <laughs> but hey, it ain't good. Listen, man. Some of y'all, some of y'all listeners, oh listen. Listen, listen, listen. McDonald's may get a bad rep, and and honestly, honestly, maybe rightfully so. Maybe, maybe. Just don't think about what it's made with. But like, you know, I prefer God's chicken over it. Sure, Chick Fil A, but obviously, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you take one thing away from this podcast, it's that Brylan's not a McDonald's fan. But you know, but listen, Brylan, it'll be next episode. You may not agree with this. But when you want McDonald's to hit, oh yeah, every yeah, time yeah, it comes it, through. It, it, yeah. And at that moment, I needed it to hit. And to my knowledge, I didn't get any diseases. Nothing has showed up yet. I sure so didn't. I think I'm okay. I sure I didn't. think we're good. At that moment, I needed it to hit because we were, what, five hours? 
we're five hours into a drive. Yeah, oh, I was ready for food, yeah. And so it... it what did you say? I had Chick-fil-A, not Chick-fil-A, the McNuggets oh, at McDonald's. <laughs> because, like, I was in the mood for a hamburger. I wanted some chicken nuggets. Sure. Um... And I got halfway through those nuggets, and I was like, I can't, I can't anymore. <laughs> well, I was looking at the menu. It's you know, it's it's not a secret now that Brylon doesn't eat at McDonald's much. But I, I walked in and I was like, you know, I'm gonna find something because we've been driving for five or six hours. I'm gonna find something. Why didn't you go to the other joint wherever well, that was? There weren't that many people there, and That's I was fair. trying to you know fellowship. Most and, every you know, so fellowship. yeah, fellowship, <laughs> not socialized fellowship. So we were, uh, I looked at the menu and I was like, okay, you know, I'll try. I think Crowd we got the McChicken or something. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we had a vocab list that Jack gave us beforehand that we had to go through, so that's what we're hitting. I told you but, to get the script. <laughs> <laughs> so we, um, I, I think I got a McChicken or something like that. And, you know, I, I was going through and I was like, you know, that could be kind of sketchy, but they can't mess up a McFlurry. Like, that's like safe, right? A McFlurry's safe. Well, I had old Betty. Her name was actually Betty. I did not make that up. And she was her first day on the job. Old she was Betty. probably hitting the end it of her, her social security day. check. She, yeah, first day. She was running out of social security. So she had to go get something. She, had been, <laughs> she said she retired for 14 or 16 years, that. something like that. that. She was coming to the end of it, but she wasn't dead yet, so she still needed money. <laughs> so she said that she worked at McDonald's. <laughs> her husband was a farmer. I don't remember his name. Listening. I, I really hope Betty's listening. I hope she's doing well. And the McDonald's paycheck is coming. Because it hadn't come in when we were talking because it was her first day. So I was like, ma'am, I'd like a McFlurry. And she was like, sounds good, honey. And you know when you get the honey, it's going to be good. Well, it, it did not end up being good. Betty needed some training. That's, Betty did not get training. That's the McDonald's one time HQ that somebody said honey in a restaurant and, and the and food it wasn't did good. Not, I know. Yeah, oh stereotype gosh. broken. But if McDonald's that HQ is listening to this podcast, they need some training at the McDonald's and whoever we were in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, Cornell, USA. Because she... I don't really know what she did, but she put it in the maker, and it went everywhere. Like, all of her. Betty was covered in my McFlurry. So she said, honey, I'll give you a water for free. And, first and I said, Betty, the water's already free. <laughs> so, end of the story. I didn't get a McFlurry, but I did get a free water from Betty. So. Well, free water. Golly, that's wonderful. Uh, yeah, so that we, was day one. That was day, no, we haven't made it yet. This is in Arkansas. Y'all think it's crazy now. Yeah. <laughs> just like. So we make it to St. Louis. It's late. I was gassed. I don't know if yeah. y'all were. Well, he was driving the bus. And um, bus is hard. It was, I was tired by the time we got to the hotel, so I was ready to go to bed. Um, but Monday, we couldn't go to bed because we had to talk to meet Coach K. And that's right. Yeah. The, Shannon. Shannon. We were working. Uh, what is the? Score. Score International. Score International. Yes. I almost said Sparks Studio. I almost said Sparks yes. Studio. That's, that was the VBS. That's the VBS thing this year. Excuse me. We were working with an organization called Score International here mm-hmm. in St. Louis, and they were the ones that set up Same the group of work within Chattanooga. Yeah, yeah, they were the ones that set Wonderful up the service people. opportunities. They were the ones that made the St. Louis mission trip a mission trip. Yes. It was through their contacts, yes. through their resources, all that. And so we were working with a guy named, I could not tell you his first name, but Coach K. Was Kyle. Kyle. Coach Kyle. Oh, Kyle. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle and Shannon. Um, yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a month, people. <laughs> Coach Kyle, at time of recording, it's been a month. Um, Coach Kyle, and then Shannon was her name. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, husband and wife duo. Um, very, power ener- very energetic power couple. They love what they were doing. They clearly love this community and wanted to be there. Very passionate. Um, very passionate very, very people. Passionate. And so they, um, they talked to us the first night. And so they just kind of gave us the rundown of like, all right, here's what we're going to be doing. Here's all this, 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 and this. Now go to bed. And so we did. The next morning we get up, and since this is a Revelation choir, yes. it was half mission trip, half choir. We do occasionally sing. Yeah, that, I don't know if half choir yeah. tour. <laughs> so on Monday, where did we go for the for the 
choir tour. We went to our first nursing home. It was a nice nursing home, too. It was nice. I told Mr. Larry, who I don't know if you know Larry Williams, he's an incredible man, an American legend. Uh, he uh, he is. Love what, Sonic. Does he have a title? Does he have a title in the choir? He he runs the soundboards. Living yeah. like Larry. Yeah, li- he, he's an incredible man. I told him that you know every time I go to nursing home, I tell him I'm going to book him a room. Well, just Stop. to tell you, <laughs> just to tell you how Why nice this nursing that? home was, I actually went up to the front desk and asked for their information to book a room. It was that nice. I wanted Larry to go there. It was that nice of a nursing home. You want him home. to relocate to St. Louis that you can well, ever visit? Well, once him? he retires, we'll come visit him again. We've already been to St. Louis He'll twice, so the chances of us being there a third time. It was very nice, and uh, we met a lot of sweet um, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. They were very attentive uh, while we sang. Uh, we really didn't, I mean, we talked to them a lot before and after, but other than that, we just sang there. I did. I did it talk to one, I guess it was one lady on the way out after we had, you know, taken the sound crew up with Jack and put in the back of Mr. Larry's trailer and... <laughs> I have a funny story about the sound stuff, but you go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so we, I don't remember this lady's he's gonna name. Hate, he's going to hate me telling this, but I don't oh, care. goodness. <laughs> so we were walking through, and, you know, I was, you know, shaking people's hands and, you know, talking to them and stuff like that. And one lady grabbed the corner of my shirt. Easy now. And, uh, I, you know, I turned around. I don't know if you remember the story, Lily. the lady did that to it me. Might have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she goes, honey, I'm trying to bust out of here. <laughs> And I said, oh, okay, maybe you have a good day. But that was not about being an accomplice. I kept walking, and she goes, you see that vent over there? We're going to make it out, honey. And I, you have a nice day, man. But I just kept this walking. This man was trying to break out oh, of the nursing woman. home. Oh, this woman. So I don't know if she made it out no, or not. Said, no, if there sorry. is a man hunt on, going on in St. Louis, hunt. right? A woman hunt going on in St. Louis. She's trying to pull a Shawshank Redemption and break out of yes. this Yes. <laughs> she home. asked me to be an accomplice if the police need to you know, oh contact. You can call me. Has she told you about it? Well, she asked me to help her, and I oh kept on working. So, you know. wow. I hope she did. I don't think she made it out. You helped me to that. There's a door right there. You see that wide door open. Right there. Yeah, you can fit uh, through that. that Larry's got a trailer. You can, can hop fit in the that door a lot easier than that vent. <laughs> well, we have some open seats in the bus. Think? You can come to our laundry. But you know, it was the first. It was the first. Um, the first concert, I guess. First morning. That, that yeah. what you call it? Yeah, it was first, Monday, I guess. It was the first time we did it, so we were trying to figure out the sound stuff, trying to figure out like when to we put had some certain songs. One of the kinks. He's going to hate me telling this story, but Elijah, I love you. Don't do anything other than that. <laughs> Elijah Elvis Presley. Elijah is a listener to this podcast, as yeah. we famously know. So yeah. he does listen. Um, <laughs> I was, I was, I should have been helping, but I had my guitar and violin in my hand. I should have been, I should have been, I should put that down and come help unload stuff, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and I was, I was sitting there just kind of watching the stuff come off the trailer. And people would ask me, like, do we need this? Do we need this? Yes, yes, take that off. And Elijah picked up. No, it wasn't like the floor wedge, and it wasn't like the top speaker. This. It was like the yeah. bottom, like the sub. Yep. It was the big one. <laughs> and so he picks this thing up. And if you don't know how a trailer operates, like a trailer, the back door is held up by two like wires. It's like that's what allows it to like slowly come down. That's what a lot you can put it back up. That's what that's how this that's how trailers work. But the thing about it is like the ramp and the wire are not like the the, the wires above the ramp. And so you got to watch out for the wire, or else you'll trip on it. <laughs> Oh, and so no. Elijah has this massive, massive sub. Oh, Joe had just paid for new speakers. It was these br- are like brand, these are brand new, new speakers. just out of the box. Like we literally just unboxed the other ones huge. got blown out at yes. some event that yes. we were helping that out a few named. months yes. ago. But he bought it, and it's a nice system. Great. Oh, yes. Elijah has the sub and proceeds to trip over the wire on the left side of the trailer. Oh, no. He's fine. He, he catches himself. But he... Th- 
Oh, I, he didn't just drop it. <laughs> no, he threw it. <laughs> he <laughs> it went everywhere. It was honestly kind of impressive. Uh, yeah. He throws this sub almost like down the manhole because yeah. it, yeah. it was it <laughs> yeah. was like it was like a manhole cover. Yeah. And it like it was kind of like a divot for some reason. I guess like so the water could get down there. <sighs> but he like throws this sub onto the manhole cover. I was walking from the back. Jack had sent me to the small bus to get his music stand and all that. So I was getting that. Thank you. And I was walking behind the little trailer, whatever. And I just, I don't know what happened. I just see this go flying. It's not like it (laughs) fell off the corner. And I was like, oh, it's He literally chunked it. I was like, oh my goodness, it's gone. Like, we're done. Like, how are you saying? My first thought. Hadn't started the first concert. I literally have never plugged this thing in. Just out of the box. I mean, (laughs) so my first thought is this thing is brand new. We just broke it. (laughs) And so my the, my my only priority now is to get this thing inside hooked up and test it. Yes. I sure believe it started sprinkling good. around this time too. So we were having so, some issues. You know, we I we my first thought get this thing inside hook it up and make sure it works. It worked. We were all Hallelujah. good. First it miracle was, of the day. First, yeah. <laughs> if you're doing accounts, this everything is first count. was fine. Everything was good on that speaker. That's uh, we were good. After that, I don't think there were any major issues. There were some soundboard issues on that one, but that's you know working out the kinks. My mic didn't work through yeah. my solo. It's okay. <laughs> we won't talk about it. Or my anything. guitar didn't work for most of it, but that's fine. It's okay. We were just trying to figure out everything, but I think we got it down. And so that was early Monday. Went to Chick Fil A for the first of like five times mm-hmm. that we went there Again, for lunch. I famously am not the biggest McDonald's fan, big Chick Fil A fan. For those of you that are keeping counts on your little scoreboard at home on how many times we make it to Chick Fil A, this is time one. This is number We've one. We've been one time and I loved it. We all loved it. Who doesn't like Chick Fil A? Keep oh, track. Some, we left there those loving chicken, it. Those chicken sandwiches <laughs> times. were hitting it. It was they're so really good. good. It was good, so good. Sometimes, so good. like sometimes the sandwiches are pretty good, and sometimes they're like. Can we do a review really of Chick Fil A items on this podcast sometime? Sure. I feel like that would be a good use of ministry money. I think that would be good. Can, like, grab, <laughs> like, <laughs> some <laughs> ASMR with a Chick Fil A. You mean our our, uh, our podcast that has a zero dollar budget? Yes, that, 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 that podcast. Yes, that one. Can't you tell? Can we go on the road to Chick Fil A and sit in the lobby when they open up the Northport? The one? new one. We yes. will go there. Yes. Um, the so we went there for the first of several times, and then we were heading to the first soccer camp of the week, and so this is this is not only a choir trip; it's a mission trip. Yes. And so part of what we did for this mission trip was run a soccer camp for kids in the community with Coach K and with Coach, Coach K and Miss Shannon, who have been doing this for a long time. 12 or something or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so not their first rodeo. Um, the camp doesn't start until, what time is it supposed to start? Like five, five, five or six. What time yeah. did we get there on that day? Three. Or probably, yeah, two or three, yeah. <laughs> and we didn't have much to do no, We, we picked up some trash. Oh, we watched the rain? We did watch the rain. It, like, poured. And we were like... Jody, Naomi, and I went geocaching over by a yes. train. Oh, yes. For those of you that have never seen rain in St. Louis... Spoiler alert, it's the same rain you have here. All it is <laughs> the exact same rain. We looked at it. It's the same. I know. Shocking. So. You know, I wasn't sure going up there if it was going to be. I know. But it was. Yeah, it was, it was kind of surprising. It was not purple rain. It was just same same normal rain you have here. But to use the use the Christian lingo, we did a lot yes. of fellowship and under that. A lot of fellowship. Yes. And it was, it, was, it was a fun time. I, I mean, we didn't have much to do, no. but I enjoyed myself that We laid out day. some soccer yeah. balls. And, and we did get the ball around yeah. some. We did a little bit, yeah. After it like stopped raining, uh, fortunately we were able to do the camp after the rain stopped. Even yes. though it was we a little grassy. We had a kid show up. I was real we happy about that. I was Gio, sure. yeah, first, I, the first camp. Yeah. Gio. Was Gio the the yes, yeah. he was thinker. that kid. Yeah. Yes, the thinker. <laughs> we were kind of nervous whether or not kids would come out because of how like harsh the rain was there for a minute, and there was talks of canceling the uh, camp for that day. Yeah. 
but it was just a little obstacle in our road and God blessed us with camp that night um, and we there was a bunch of kids who ended up coming almost close to 100 yeah. it was the largest soccer camp they'd ever done really? it was crazy really? yeah, it was the largest one it was ever re- done. Yeah. like this was a very successful soccer camp and this was only day one yeah it grew um, and we had like them split up into three different age groups which worked out pretty nicely and we would do rotations we had like three games and each group got to do the game and then the last five minutes of that rotation we would stop and share the gospel with the students or whether it was someone's testimony or someone's favorite verse just to get yeah we called it huddle time we made a point to talk to these kids about our faith and what we prioritize in our lives um, as someone closer to the age. And then after we did all the rotations, um, we gave them dinner. The first night it was hot dogs, dogs, some yummy hot dogs. (laughs) And um, Coach K gave a sermon. Yes. It was Coach K, right? Yes, yes he okay. did. He, and he, what a, what a sermon he preached. It was. Like, it, was, it was really it was good. All, it was all good stuff. It was really, it was good. really good, yes. good stuff. And um, so that was day one, like, soccer and camp. Some, it, it, I mean, honestly, like, the more I think about it, the more, like, it was it was perfect for us to do a soccer camp because somehow half the people on this trip played soccer mm-hmm. oh, yeah. at some point or <laughs> were actively the, doing like, it. Like, pads and turtle yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, half of the people that played soccer, which is half was, of the choir, which is half of the youth group, is the Pads and Turkey clan. It was kind of wild. And they um, all could do really well. But yeah. half of them, it's so like everyone who played soccer, which was about half of us, were, like, the coaches. Like, they were, like, the ones running the drills. And the rest of us were just kind of... Those of us that are unathletic. Such were. as myself and Brian over <laughs> yes. here. Yes. We were hype men. You know, we were walking yes. around, and then we were just, like... I was the them. one that would sit with the kids yeah. in between, yeah. you know, rotations. Filling needs wherever we could. And, yeah, we yeah. just held out. I call myself us. a firefighter of the week. We just sent the little fires out, and it worked. And it, was, and it was perfect because, you know, we would all, you know, share the gospel with these kids. We'd all tell them about Jesus. And it, what's nice about, you know, people of y'all's age doing this is that, like, they don't see the big, bad, scary adult yeah. doing it. Like they see somebody who, I mean, yes, it's older than them, and yet you're older than these kids, but like, not in the grand scheme of things, not a ton older. No, they had brothers and sisters like older than us. So yeah, just build a relationship with them. Yes, the and, and so like, it, I think it, I think they they were able to receive that mm-hmm. better coming from y'all. Yeah, mm-hmm. and to see that okay, these aren't just stories. These means like this means something. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this Jesus guy, not only was real, but he means something to me. And so I think it was I think it was neat to see that coming from y'all. Um, so that was Monday. Tuesday, we went to where did we go Tuesday for the for the choir tour? Was it the? Um, it was the. Was the flying nun. Yeah, the flying yeah. nun. <laughs> we went to another nursing home, but this nursing home was for Catholics. Catholic people, I guess. Um, yeah. People of the Catholic faith. Um, Which is odd that a bunch of Baptists are walking yes. in. Yes. <laughs> How we got invited, not really sure, but and, it worked out. Yeah, um, half of them were nuns. Like, this place had a, I guess they don't call it a sanctuary, I guess it's a cathedral, whatever they call yeah, it. They, we got the there. place, like, they had one there. We, we got there like 10, 15, and had to, I think we had to shorten the set because yes. they were going they to had church. chapel. Oh, yeah, they had chapel. Yes, they were like. The priest um, walked in. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Special cameo from the yes. priest. Um, <laughs> the ladies there, they were like, 
I have to be there for chapel. Like, <laughs> y'all going to be done in time, Y'all right? going to be done in time. And, uh, we're don't like, worry, man. We'll sing Don't fast. worry. We'll, we'll try our best to be done so you can make we'll it sing, to we'll chapel. Make sure you told Joe you want to cut some songs. Yes. We'll be done in time. So we we will triple the tempo just for yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we did our concert short shortened version of yes. it. That is the concert uh, that I forgot every word to my could. solo. So you stand <laughs> behind <laughs> Naomi. Behind yes. I, okay, people, I was singing the, like, I had, you know, had the words in my head. It was fine. I'd already done the solo. For those who don't was one of the soloists on Love Lifted Me. That you could call it a solo. It was also, it was you know, a solo you did screaming great. match. You did awesome. Brylin and Sarah Miller were the two soloists yes. on Love, Love Lifted, Lifted Me. So this is what he's referring to. Sarah did a lot better than me, but we, uh, Y'all both did great. Well, okay. So, I'm rather arguing with you on the podcast, Jack, but we had already sang this you know solo and rehearsal and we you know did it the first day and then it wasn't like i didn't forgot the words the first day it's kind of wordy like that. your solo is kind of yeah, wordy. yeah it's, it's up there so we did you know the second day i you know ran through it in my head even ran through it with naomi in advance yeah. naomi's our incredible piano player for nobody that knows and we went you know i went love to walk naomi. out joe famously announced his love lifted me and I, I you know i walk out and i just completely blank so I pat Naomi in the back, and I was like, start playing. Oh, I can't whisper. I forgot there's a podcast. And I was like, start playing. I'm just going to look at the words in your screen. <laughs> and she's like, okay. So I have to look <laughs> at the words on Naomi's screen because I cannot remember. I don't know if it was the, the priest walking in or the nun or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if it just caught me off guard, the flying nun sign. Maybe that just <laughs> like, I don't know what it was, but I forgot every word. And it didn't happen again. It was just that one time. Yeah. It, you know, For people who don't understand what the flying nun is, <laughs> I'm sorry. We have to... We need to explain Give, that. Yeah, yeah we yeah, need yeah. to explain that. Um, Most of the people listening were not there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Was it Sister Mary? I think it was Sister Mary. I can't S- remember. If Sister Mary. It was Mary one of the sisters. Yes. And um, and she was on a scooter, like motorized electric. scooter wheel, uh, like. One, know. You know what we're talking about. Like, the motorized you know, electric scooter. You see them yeah, all yeah. the time yes. at Disney World. Yes. yes. And um, this one had a basket on it. <laughs> She customized it a little she bit. She customized this basket, and she had a sign made for the basket, and on it it said "Flying Nun." And when I said I like, I'm telling you, I cackled the first time I saw that. Like it was, <laughs> I thought it was the funniest Hello, thing. Hello, Miss Flying Nun. How are you doing? But these ladies, I mean, even though we see like have some differences in our faith, um, we could come together through there were a lot our of tears music. In it was an emotional. Uh, it was. They very much enjoyed us being there they told us that and I think that was like a common theme through all of our concerts especially for the elderly which is um, who we were singing for for yes, oh, we did. the most part for yeah, the most the part time, yeah. um since we're still getting over COVID and St. Louis you know with it being a bigger city they're a little bit more strict about like how open their facilities can be so our group of young people are some of the first or like young people they've seen in over two years, yeah, two or three years. Or three or three years. Every time we come in, they'd be like, oh my goodness, like I haven't seen outside faces in yes. years. Yeah. And I, like to us, that seems These people crazy. are so lonely in there. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I was told by one of the ladies in this nursing home that it was such a blessing to see someone not old mm-hmm. and <laughs> um, to see like nice, pretty young men and women. And it doesn't seem like, you know, our... And, like we can make that much of impact on these people so late in their lives but just being there just our presence just inspires them to keep like moving forward and 
just gives them like hope for the future and for our country because you know we're going through rough times right now. <laughs> That's a <hot> word. Um, <laughs> Easy, bro. Yeah, <laughs> don't get me started, people. So, Easy, bro. Um, there, we're just there to, you know, be like friendly faces and be a light for Christ for these people, um, and I feel like we really accomplished that yeah. at every nursing home we were able to connect with these older people. And at this nursing home in particular, was it Sister Mary, St. Mary, whatever the, this place was called. Yeah, it was not St. Whatever this place was called. I'm not up to date on my Catholic religion as much as I should be maybe. But um, Jack also was the first person to ever play just instrumental music at any of these trips. We've never done, mm-hmm. we never had something like that. So Jack played the guitar and the violin on this trip and thank you so much, Jackie. Did an incredible job. Thank you. Um, but he played the violin at this place, and I think was this Amazing Grace. I think this was the Amazing I Grace. Think this step. Was I think it was Amazing Grace. And we literally like over half the room was crying. Like it was like Dan, the bus driver. I looked over and was crying, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh my goodness, Jack got Dan." I was like, "I'm, I'm about to start crying." <laughs> Is people. Dan not much of a crier? But no, I, I don't know. But I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Don't strike me as a crier. They were like singing along, and then you like. I felt really bad because the 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 book that I pulled these these hymns out of were made for violent solos, and so, like, it spiced them up. Yeah. yeah. So what would happen was it would take the, the hymn, a lot of times in the original key, it would take yeah. the hymn and it would play it, you know, the, the standard hymn way first, and then it would do variations on it. Yes. And so I just stuck with the variations. <laughs> which because, is good. Which, you know, because selfishly, that was more fun for me to play. And yeah. I just, I, and it I, I liked good. it. They're, they're written yeah. well. Yeah. It sounded amazing. Yeah. But, I enjoyed it. And, you know, what was bad was I heard him singing. <laughs> and I, you know, I get to Amazing Grace, and, like, that's the most known hymn the world over. Yes, and so, yeah. like, of course they know it. And so, you know, I'm playing it, and I hear him singing. And you go up an octave. And then I and then I jazz it up. I yeah. do the variation and they stop singing. And I was like, my God. And so at that point it's too late to stop it. Oh, yeah. and I was like, at this I point you just gotta funny. keep going. And so I felt bad in that moment that I, I did jazz it up, but you know <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad to know that the it's silence that fell it, over the crowd pretty quickly. <laughs> Probably yeah. the only person to ever lose people in amazing games. Yeah, so I, I, I did feel but bad not in a not in a bad way. No, it was really good. No, it was it really good. Got video but you can't really like good. you can't like really just, sing to the variation. No, but it was very nice. It, I mean, it was very it, well done. It had the DNA of the song in there, but it was yeah. not yes. the ver- it, it was not a version that was friendly for singing along and to it. I don't want to jump to the end of this day but or end of this performance where we had met somebody on the first row who was particularly crying her eyes out like yeah. you know, like bawling in this performance yeah. and she hadn't been one that was she was kind of looking down the entire time we were singing like we didn't know if we, we had some you know we sing in nursing homes occasionally people fall asleep sure. so I was like maybe this lady's asleep like <laughs> we're gonna keep singing to her it's okay well she immediately looked up when he, you know played the first note of the song and just started crying like mm-hmm. was singing to her and everything so we talked to her afterwards and I think Lily did too and she was a choir director she had done a church youth choir really so she said that this is the first time she's ever seen one like and as an audience member yeah. so she said you know she retired from that you know later on in life went into the nursing home and she said it was just such a touching gift to her to actually see like this is still a thing like mm-hmm. out of everything that's died off you know over the past 10 20 years this is still active yeah so mm-hmm. it's crazy but i'm glad y'all talked about that like first of all the youth choir still being around at least here and then like you said lily about how just your our presence there was enough to impact oh, yeah. them like mm-hmm. missions and by extension worship doesn't have to look a certain way no yeah like romans 12 tells us that to offer your body as a living sacrifice that's your true and proper worship it says in first corinthians 10 
whatever you eat, drink, whatever you do, you're supposed to do it all for the glory of God. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't, it does not matter what that looks like. For us, that was being a choir and going into this place and singing, but it also looked like just being there. Yeah. It looked like just being a presence for these people who were, who ha- I mean, I'm, I'm not them, so I can't speak to their heart or their mind or their, just their mental state, but they had to have been lonely. Yeah. And so like just being there for somebody and saying, you know, I'm here for you. Like, how are you doing? Like, and we thought that, that was that was enough for them. That March to April stretch, Mar- you know, I guess COVID started around March. Yeah. March, and I guess we didn't really, we opened back up for schools, you know, partially in August. You kind of went that way. And there were several weeks, there probably March to after Easter, maybe May-ish, mm-hmm. where you didn't really seem like, we were all in our homes, that's what it lockdown was, was. These people are still in lockdown. Yep. Like, they just, like, maybe a few weeks before we came, could start seeing visitors on a limited basis. Yep. So for us, we were the first groups to be in, 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 in these nursing homes in these places. So and like that's just the way yeah. it has to be because older mm-hmm. folks are, <clears throat> by, by, by the numbers, yeah. just more prone to COVID. And so, like, that's just the way it had to be. But God was able to use just us being there yeah. to help these people and to, to encourage them and to uplift them. And so, like, all that took was just saying yes. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't take you, – you don't have to get a certain degree. You don't have to – you know, be on staff at a church somewhere to do this. Like, all you have to have is a heart that's willing and ready to say yes to God, and He's going to use you. Mm-hmm. He's going to use wherever He places you to help somebody mm-hmm. and to encourage them and to just use you. Um, so that was the choir trip on the choir concert Event, on yes. on Tuesday. Yeah. Yes. Um, Did we have we? Went to Chick-fil-A after that concert. <laughs> was it Tuesday, too? Yes. For those of you keeping was, count, yes. this is the so, second, second time. I think um, we had, do we have something different this time, or was it sandwiches no, again? No, we had McAllister's the day. Were later. Uh, we built the bunk bed. Yes, so we still had sandwiches this day. This was our second sandwich day. Later on, we'd have another variation of a Chick-fil-A meal, but yeah. we hadn't gotten there yet. And um, so, I'm sorry, Lily, go ahead. So, which day was it when we went canvassing? Was that was that? this day. Okay, so we went, after we ate Chick-fil-A part two, <laughs> um, we went canvassing for, was it a VBS mm-hmm. that we weren't going to be a part of. We were still going to It was help. the week after we left. So yeah, we were still going to help yeah. the church out. It was a church we like parked Peabody, um, uh, Herculaneum. Herculaneum. Peabody, Herculaneum. Herculaneum. That's yes. it. That was the church. Very, the, we were plugged in. That we always pick a church to kind of That was the name the on like the door. And yeah, like, like that was like First Baptist. Peabody, Herculaneum. So picture canvassing that. That was like door. We just called it the church behind Funny Dollar story, General. Somebody that I met, met, I saw in <laughs> London at Buckingham Palace was from St. Louis. Oh my goodness! And they asked me, they were like, "Well, where did you go?" And, and it just came to me, and I was like, "People Herculaneum." <laughs> hadn't thought about it since I left that trip, and I was oh like, my uh, "People Herculaneum," and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah. And I was like, "Wow, wow, wow. what a small world!" <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Jack just got back from a trip abroad. Which is why this podcast would have been recorded sooner. <laughs> but I We've been busy. We have been busy. busy. It's summer. Yeah. So anyways, we were, <laughs> out, we were out canvassing. Um, and canvassing can be such a blessing. Always an adventure, though. It's always an adventure. For those that don't know what canvassing is, it's just like walking around from door to door. And like, like either evangelizing or like passing out flyers yeah. or like telling somebody about Jesus. Like that can... That can look a lot of different ways, but like going door to door in a neighborhood is yes. the And we typically DNA work it in every trip. Myrtle Beach, we did a VBS, like in a trailer, I guess it was in a trailer, trailer park. park. Yeah. yeah. So we um, went up to each you know, trailer door and invited them to our VBS the next day and all that. And then Chattanooga, 
we did canvassing for a church that we were having a concert at. Invited people to mm-hmm. our concert like that last day. Yeah, so we always do. So we always canvassing. work it in somehow. So in this case, we were canvassing for this VBS that was right. going to be the following week. Yes. Anyways, um, it's always an adventure, especially when you're in a community that we really don't like have much experience with um and there's a lot of like cultural differences even in st louis like i i didn't know how different they were from like people from alabama and um there are also some cons to canvassing (laughs) just (laughs) um just people being like you know reject like judgmental where they reject you and then some people like aren't afraid to show everything to you like you can, <laughs> sorry <laughs> you can ask uh, McClare Patton and uh, Patton Turnip Seed about a story where a man was very confident in himself <laughs> and <laughs> wasn't afraid to like to use a show phrase. it all show it all to use a phrase um yes um stood at his door I'm pretty sure when Patton got on the bus his face was like white he, he was, oh yeah pretty they sure were the scarred yeah, we, sure we immediately knew that something had happened yeah they, were, eventually heard the they were scarred and then you were talking to someone for like 30 minutes so there's like people can be yeah. very sharing which also you know comes to show one person we had talked to said that nobody had knocked on his door since before COVID mm-hmm. and that he had kind of you know was one of the more afraid people of COVID and then just kind of stayed in his house and was just slowly starting to kind of mm-hmm. occasionally go out to eat every now and then go to the grocery store so actually seeing a face at his door was just like like he really enjoyed that like he didn't yeah. actually see somebody so he said that he didn't have any family you know in St. Louis his family was from Australia he like did not have anybody close to there mm-hmm. and um, he hadn't gone back to church since you know COVID he actually went to PV Herculaneum and he was just saying, like, actually talking to somebody was just, like, so refreshing. Because yeah. we take it for granted, like, I'm talking to you two right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, he hadn't talked to somebody. So people don't have years. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what the lady who, that, I guess it was me and Miss Andrea, mm-hmm. were talking to for, like, 30 minutes. She just, she had been going through it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she just needed, I mean, she had people in her life, but she just needed somebody to unload all that too. Yeah. And sometimes and so, somebody you don't know just coming up and talking to you yeah, is the best I, thing that can happen. So that was a great, we, we not only got to talk to her and, and you just hear her life story, but we, we got to pray for her. Yeah. And that was a really good conversation. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. So, that, I mean, canvassing can be a difficult challenge for us. Especially as if you're like, an introvert. Sorry. Yeah. Especially since we're younger, um, just Walking up, on, to doors, yeah, yeah. walking up to I'm strangers' doors and being greeted by like people. You don't know how could they can yeah. like bring you brownies or they can yeah. like yeah. bring the shotgun. Like, you don't know. Oh yeah. my <laughs> gosh, not that far. We were never in danger. No, um, not on this trip. But it's just something like uh, sometimes it is difficult, but there is still like that chance that you can be a blessing in someone's life just through knocking on a door. Yeah, we had and, one guy that my group knocked on. And um, he literally had just found out, like, maybe an hour or two before that his daughter had cancer. What? And he, like, well, he, he was like, yeah, I was just crying in my kitchen, and somebody knocked, and I was like, I don't have anything else, so I'm going to go answer it. So we, like, sat and talked to him and prayed for him, and he's like, I don't go to church, but, like, if you could pray for me, that would be great. And it's like, of course we'll pray for you. It's like, we prayed for him and, yeah. you know, gave him information just about the church. Not for the BBS, but, like, if he wanted to come to that sure. church on that Sunday. And he said he was planning to. I don't know if he, you know, followed up on that. Hopefully he did. Yeah. But, you know, it was, it, it, you don't know what you're walking into. Yeah. And in that situation, yeah. it was somebody that really needed to talk to somebody. Yeah. So it worked out. And then after we canvassed, we had 
night two of the soccer camp. Yeah. Was this the Chili's night? The the sliders? Yes. Those we were good. so the quesadillas. The, so the hot dogs oh did not gosh. go over with everybody. Really so the good. next night we had our own meal beforehand. Yes. Coach K kind of showed out the second night. Yeah, kinda, we had chilies, um, and they were like little sliders, and then these amazing little quesadillas. <laughs> they were so good. Oh my good. gosh, yes. they were so good. Maybe we were just so tired chilies. of yeah, chicken. I might have to go back to chilies <laughs> for that. Just oh my for gosh, that. they were so good. And then um, that night we did the same like outline of the soccer camp. Um, this night, I do have a story. We were doing, um, you know, the, the same. Each the first day we did dribbling, second day was passing, third day was scoring. scoring. Those were the skills that we learned yeah. each day. So the first, you know, day we kind of, kind of introduced ourselves to kids and you know all the coaches and assistant coaches and you know hype people, and started dribbling. Just kind of a basic, you know, kind of get to know your friends at this camp. Let's just get used to the ball. Mm-hmm. Second day was a little bit more skill, and we you know worked on passing and had different rotations. So I think this day I was with Team Germany. Next day, or this afternoon, I moved to Mexico. We had three different teams, three different age groups. It was America that was the youngest. Then Mexico, which was the middle middle, middle group, and then Germany. Shouting the country. And Ger- yeah, <laughs> Mexico. So Germany was the oldest group, which was probably like third and fourth graders. Would you say? Okay. Yeah. So Somewhere I was with range. yeah I was with Germany this day because they didn't you know have a hype person. I was just following them around and you know encouraging and all that. And famously, as we've discussed, I'm not the most athletic person in the world. Um, so I don't do soccer. Um, and one girl. Me neither, bro. Me <laughs> one neither. girl. Me neither. Didn't, we had an odd number. So we were doing like passing from person to person and all that. She didn't have a partner. It's like, oh, like, I'll help you, blah, blah, blah. Well, I hit her shin several times with the bro. ball. That is not the story. But so we built a relationship. Right. So through each group, she was like, oh my goodness, can you be my partner again? And apparently she just really liked, like, I guess I don't, it didn't affect her. So at the last rotation, she we didn't did, mind getting kicked in the shin. No, yeah, well, she didn't mind it. So we had huddle time. And we, you know, we're going through, and something had happened where I was the only person, like, only coach or whatever you want to call us, in the huddle. Like, it was just me. Mm-hmm. It's like, I guess I'm, I guess I'm doing this one. So I was talking and all oh, that. Like the the devotion time. The devotion. It was just me. Like, How no, did that happen? They were cleaning up or something. It was literally just me. Like, just no time. other. So we were talking. And one girl, the same girl that, you know, I kicked in the shin with a soccer ball. We were going through and we were talking about how you can see God because, you know, you have, when you're working with kids, some people that aren't necessarily familiar with it, you know, they try to give you questions to stump you. They're like, well, God didn't make this soccer ball, but then he explained that, you know, he made the person that made the soccer ball, like that whole thing. So we're talking about that and we're talking about how you can see God and like how he made the grass and like ripped up some grass and showed him and like, you know, he made like all this sure. and how he's always around you. And I was like, you know, do you didn't want to talk about a time that, you know, God was with you and like share that with the group. And the girl was like, you know what omnipresent means? Yeah, <laughs> we didn't go there. <laughs> Maybe next camp. But um, Thank you. we, the little girl beside me, um, you know, was like, yeah, I have a story. I was like, okay, share. And she said, well, you know, every, almost every night now, we have gunshots I'm outside so our house. I'm so nervous where this is going. Yeah, it's, it's sad. And like, I literally almost started crying in the huddle. And she was like, we have gunshots outside our house like almost every night. So daddy tells me to run into the you know, my, my bedroom or something, I hide under the bed and I, you know, I just start praying and every time like I just feel God with me, like I feel somebody with me. And like I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm, like I can't cry in front of these kids. I'm like, this is so, like that's just like, it's just like, and this is not that far from us. Like this is St. Louis. This no. is, as we've you know, discussed, just a few cornfields away. So it's it's really not that far. Yeah. And just to like hear somebody talk about like, yeah, like it's just, it's normal. Like she wasn't upset about it. She was like, yeah, when we have gunshots outside the house, like I just go under my bed and I, I just feel God with him. Like I pray with him. And like, it was such like, you know, God talks about like, 
the innocence of a child, like mm-hmm. in the Bible, you know, repeatedly. And like just hearing that and being like, like she doesn't, it's just, the fact that that's normalized is so sad and that's a whole other discussion. But like, mm-hmm. it's just, we could like kind of be an example for her like you talked mm-hmm. about. And like she might not have a figure in her life that, you know, is necessarily in church. Now this girl could go to church. I don't know. We didn't talk about that. But just kind of being there and hearing that. And like mm-hmm. we, we learned a lot that week from the kids. So yeah. it, was, yeah. it was a lot. And that night, um, Emma Claire had the chance to speak during the like meal, yes. which was nachos. <laughs> yes. Um, and she classic. Yes, <laughs> kids love the nachos. They do. And surprisingly, do. it was le- less of a mess in the hot dogs. Really, that is that, that is shocking. No it doesn't, but it was. That's it very was, true. It was yeah. very true. But Emma Claire did amazing. Um, you know, if you've never heard Emma Claire speak or tell her testimony, it is. Like, awesome. She's awesome. Um, and then the youth pastor of Peebly Herculaneum spoke as well that night. And he had, like, he knows a lot of these kids and he connects with all these kids. Um, so it was really nice to see, like, them being more attentive almost mm-hmm. because they know him and just to see, like, how, like, he's made an impact. So, I can't remember what was his name. I don't remember. That's what I was just trying to think of. He, oh, the, he, the pastor's name? The yes. pastor. Was it Dave? I cannot tell you. Well, anyways, shout out to Shout out to him. He was awesome. Um, he really like has a passion for those kids, and, they, and you could tell he really spent time building relationships. Yes, with oh, like yeah. people would be like, "Oh, I know Pastor whatever." Knew, like, like when they came to our camp, like yeah. he was awesome. And it, it was it wasn't even kids that necessarily came to his youth group every week. It was people that he just went out and like met the families like he mm-hmm. canvassed himself he said constantly thought like he just go meet people mm-hmm. and th- so the, we could have kids run up you know when we're doing registration i'm here because pastor you know so-and-so told me yep. i should come like oh that's awesome he's over yeah. there like you can go talk to him like yep. it's just he'd really done a good job of building very passionate yeah. for these kids and it was so evident and so shout out to him i feel so bad for care i can't remember <laughs> Could not tell you his name. um so that was the second night of camp yes. Thank you so much for listening to this season premiere. Like we said at the top, this is only part one of our trip to St. Louis. There's a lot more of the story to tell, so check back in next week for part two. See you then.